Ahoy! And welcome to this episode of We Miss the Boat. Hey, Michelle. I'm Josh. <laughs> Why did you use that inflection? It was pretty good. Hey, what's this podcast? This is a podcast. Well, I'm Michelle, first of all. Yeah. Um, and this is a podcast where we talk to you about games that we or you, or all of us, miss the boat on. Um, one of us brings a, well, so far, one of us brings a game to the table. We talk about the history of the game, how the game came to be, and then um, we play the game, or one of us plays the game, and you and guys... And our personal experiences with and, the game. Oh, yeah, we talk about yeah. we talk about all that stuff. Um, and then we come back, and we talk about what we thought of the game that we played for the first time, for the person who played it for the first time. Absolutely. That's the that's the canned <laughs> that's like the quickest I think I've done it before. It's, that's the that's the beans and potatoes of this podcast. That's the beans podcast. and potatoes. So, hello. Hi. Hi. You played a game this week that yep. I recommended, and what was that game? Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. And how did you like it? First of all, tell me how far you got. So I got halfway through chapter four. Okay. Because because they get real long. It gets really long. Um, so not only do the chapters get longer, like the segments within the chapters take longer and all that good stuff. And at first I was like, oh, I'm going to have this thing done by Saturday. Nope. And then I was like, okay, well, I'll have it done by Sunday. Nope. (laughs) So I didn't end up being able to finish the game, but I'm going to finish the game. Yeah. Just not. Because from what I saw, you were having a grand old time. Okay, I really like this game, and it might be one of my top games of all time now. I'm very happy that I uh, brought this game into your life. This game is amazing. So, the story of the game doesn't really matter, which is fine, because that's how I like my mystery detective games. Like, I the whole time I was, of course, making um, parallels to Dark Side Detective because that's the most recent detective game I've played. Sure. And clearly Dark Side Detective was inspired, at least in the investigation aspect, mm-hmm. by the mechanics of this game, whether directly or indirectly. You know, the, the mechanics flowed very similarly uh, with gathering evidence mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So I thought that was really cool. Um, the puzzle kind of aspects of it were cool. I did end up having to use a walkthrough in chapter three. Oh, you didn't tell me this before. I think it was chapter three. And then in chapter four, I did as well. Because I was like, I'm really just trying to finish this game now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I saw that I was like using the walkthrough a ton. So I stopped so that I could kind of slow down and enjoy right. the game again. But yeah, so my compl- so, okay. I want to talk about the things I love about the game before I talk about the things I don't love about the game. Sure. So, I really love the characters, all of them. They're all really great. Who's your favorite? If you had to pick all characters on on the table, you have to shoot all of them but one. The judge. You like the judge the most? (laughs) No. (laughs) Not at all. You like how he gives you so many chances in that first tutorial? Yeah. Well, he gives you a lot of chances a lot of the time. It just depends on the situation. Um, No, Edgeworth is my favorite. You do? You like him? Yeah. So, it was kind of... I think that you weren't remembering it exactly the way that it works. Okay, yeah, because, that's very possible. Yeah. yeah, so the way that it works is he is your opponent the entire time. Oh, is it the entire time? Except I okay. the first case. Oh, okay. and that's probably... And then, this I... is a spoiler alert, but if you're listening to the wrap-up episode on this, I would assume you've played it or, or, or you don't knowledgeable care. or don't care. Yeah. And also, this game is like 20 years old. Almost. 15. Well, it's old. So the point is, like... 
you should know by now. Uh, or ca- or just not care. So, you he gets convicted, well, he's accused of murder in the fourth chapter. Oh. And you fight and you ha- the yeah, hardest yeah, yeah. prosecutor ever. That's never lost a case in 40 years. And that's, like, the big change sure. that happens. Okay. And you're defending your nemesis, quote-unquote. Right. Okay. So, he, I mean, I definitely see where people could not like him, but when, like, you talking about how they made him a more likable character in later games mm-hmm. and stuff totally makes sense to me because he has a lot of redeeming qualities. They actually wrote him, like, so, like I said, the, the story of this game kind of doesn't matter, there's nothing like there's things that you refer back to and there is an underlying plot like of this case i think it's like dc 16 or whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm sure in the fifth chapter you like solve it but it involves like your um who is your boss but then your boss dies and then because she's murdered oh yeah and then you you have a new assistant maya um and and she's like psychic is that right she's psychic and she's also like 17 yeah (laughs) um and so like so what was i saying oh so there's like an underlying plot obviously but there's not like a ton of consistency in the game as far as that goes like things linked together all that good stuff but like edgeworth i think he really like they write him so well despite this story not being like a major part of the game necessarily because the main part of the game is you solving these cases um and like i don't know he he starts off as unlikable and then Mm -hmm. he has these likable characteristics and then by the like when it's time to defend him like you want to defend him it's not like the game's like you're gonna defend this guy you hated this whole time it's like no like he shows some vulnerability a lot of the times before that even in the case before realizing that the so like one of the faults of this game is every single time that you have a case and your person is innocent every time right. and the person who did it is the witness right 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 so it's like i get it because they needed to make a game that was like the solving mechanics were easy and stuff like that but it's kind of boring right. after the third because yeah. i'm like okay which witness did it right <laughs> um and so in so in this in the one before before edgeworth is um like accused of murder mm-hmm. He realizes that his witness murdered somebody and he starts helping you. And like, so he'll be like, he calls objections on his own witness and like, it's a whole thing. That's that's, got to be a fun twist of events there to, like when you're first playing through that and... yeah it was pretty cool to see him like call an objection and i was like okay cool but i could kind of see it coming sure, just sure. because they it was very much like we like edgeworth now <laughs> like <laughs> it, they kind of like laid it out for you so that they would make sure um that you knew that like he's a good guy right, now right. and which is fine like again i understand this was originally intended for game boy advance um and this like it was probably aimed more towards kids it for the most part it comes across that way there's adult humor here and there and like different things but it's never explicit it's never bloody it's never like there's nothing graphic um so i get who this is kind of centered towards and i get why they have to lay things out the way that they do yeah but and this is kind of one of my gripes about it it is very hard to get the story to progress sometimes. So tell me more. So, okay. 
I don't know. I can't remember the instance that made me pick up the walkthrough uh-huh. because there was a couple times that I was like scratching my head trying to figure it out, and I either figured it out or had to look at the walkthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, but for example, you have a like you have an option of like six different scenes you could go to, like locations, right? Sometimes there are locations within locations, whatever. And you've gone through all of them and you've gotten evidence and mm-hmm. you've talked to everybody there, but you didn't present a specific piece of evidence to one person right, while right. interrogating. Sure. So you're just stuck going through all of these, figuring yeah. out who didn't I talk to? What didn't I do? Right. Who do I need to like interact with? What scene? Sometimes it's what scene you literally to inter- to like trigger the rest of everything. You have to go to like a location specifically yeah. to trigger everything else changing and it's like i've just found myself getting ahead of the game because i was i would figure it out like i'd be like okay this is obviously what it is you're a real (laughs) gumshoe no gumshoe stupid um but like i always have to put everything together and like or like i would always put everything together and then think about okay cool so i know where i need to go and i know who i'm gonna need to talk to and then oh you didn't present this like super not important piece of evidence to somebody that doesn't matter to the story so that you could trigger a sequence like so that's my only complaint about it is there's i think a game a, a fully put together game with more work, more man hours, more more focus on narrative design mm-hmm. and puzzle design, which is exactly what this should be focused on because it's a visual novel, would have a in the code. It would be set up for oh, you already got this piece of evidence, right. or there were times. So like in the um, in the cross examination in the court, mm-hmm. I do like that system. It's very cool, very interesting way to approach it because I've never played a game where I had to interrogate somebody on the witness stand Mm -hmm. or like i played detect a lot of detective games i've never had to like do the courtroom part so that was really cool but i will say um there were times that i was like okay i know that to make this person's testimony like i know that i have evidence that directly contradicts this person's testimony it presents me with the option to present evidence Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay cool it's obviously this because this is the thing that directly contradicts their entire testimony but no right yeah it kind of makes you go through degrees of separation yeah yeah. so you have to give them a weird obscure piece of evidence that contradicts one thing Or not even give anything. You just have to keep pressing them. In the walkthrough, there were times that it was like, you have to press them on every single piece of their statement. And it's like, I shouldn't have to do that if I, the player, can piece this together already. I feel like... Well, that's the thing with being a lawyer as well. I mean, you you as a lawyer might have figured out that... It's true, but it's never like... I, I get what you're we, saying. I'm just being. I I'm know. Just being but coy. It, I think also the frustrating part of this is I am somebody with knowledge of the courtroom. Right. I am someone with knowledge of the criminal justice system in America, which is obviously different. And we'll get to that in a second because I did some research. Knowledgeable um, of the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders. <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> Aside from just courtroom dramas, I am <laughs> actually knowledgeable on like the way that laws work and the way that lawyers work and the way that all of this all comes together. So I was like, I don't really see why, even if this was trying to be realistic, which obviously yeah. it's not, but if it were, let's say, trying to be realistic, 
then I would be able to say, okay, here's my evidence. Right. Here's how I can put that together. Like, or there were times that it would give me evidence of something, but it wouldn't give me evidence of another thing. And I was like, but I could use that evidence and then I wouldn't even need to do all this. And then... <laughs> would you just like a Phoenix Wright uh, VR game where you could just pick up evidence and if point I could, it to the judge and say like, this I, this is why if i could just select the evidence and like it would again it's it all plays into that if you're going to fully put together a semi-realistic which it appears is what they were going for yeah. um like investigative puzzle game then there should like you should opt for your players to be able to go ahead of the puzzle like if they've already got half the puzzle put together, they don't. They shouldn't need to find every single piece that you need leading up to it for the people who don't already have it figured out. Like you should be able to just say like. Yeah, I just think here. that. Yeah. But but Maybe. it should set you up to do it the easy way, right. quote unquote. But like it became not easy for me because I'm not seeing the thing that I would need to in theory lead me to the next part. Right. If that, if any of that makes sense, like, yeah, no, I, I get that. Like, I yeah. get why the mechanic is there. I totally understand yeah. it, respect it, whatever. I'm just saying it made it frustrating for <laughs> me because I knew where everything was headed. Well, listen, little smarty pants. Some people aren't as smart as you and they need to go through all the steps. And Nintendo is just thinking of the little guy. I guess. Um, but it is a really Capcom, not Nintendo. It, it is a really fun game. Like it's good. I would like so after I finish this one, I think I am gonna play another one, but yeah. I I think I'm gonna skip ahead. Okay. And see if I can find a more improved one. Cause I feel like they would have made improvements since the since first the one. DS era. Because I've I've got the first three. Those mm-hmm. are all DS games and then well, even if I skip to the third one, okay. like I'm thinking that in the time right. it took to right. make it, they would get feedback on things yeah, and maybe. maybe the way that the puzzle would all work would be like, maybe the mechanics would be slightly different. It's possible that they're exactly the same because with visual novels, it's pretty easy to just like cut and paste. But, um, it's po- if I'm going to see any obvious improvements, I feel like it would be that way by yeah. just like skipping ahead and seeing if it, you know, does that. Um, but I don't know how the story all connects together. If maybe I'm going to miss something by not playing the second one. Yeah, I mean, I think you should play the second one. If for nothing else, like that that through line story. Because I think yeah. th- there is there is like a pretty cohesive, in quotes, yeah. story to this whole thing. Um, and because you like the you like the style of yeah, it. Yeah, it's fun. I don't think I could... If I've... Like, in continuing to play these games... I think I'm going to separate them out a little bit more, like sure. my play sessions on them. Like, it was really fun, but crowding them all into a week made me like it a little less. Yeah, because burned you out a little it, bit. Not necessarily that, just because I felt like I needed to figure out the puzzles, mm-hmm. like, on, like be on top of every single puzzle, mm-hmm. which is what made me use a walkthrough. Right, like, and kind, kind of like me with silent hill yeah. but I, I tried to i tried to keep that at the forefront of my mind like yeah i'm using this walkthrough but i want to i don't want that to detract exactly from, but for you i was still feeling anxiety yeah. believe me but for you with silent hill like yeah. part of that's because that's not your style of game necessarily right, right. this is my this style is right, in your, this right is, up your league this is right up my league <laughs> and i need to i know that i love these games yeah. Yeah. i don't the thing with me with my puzzle games or anything like mystery games anything 
I don't want to have to use a walkthrough because that takes it away for me because yeah. what I enjoy is getting to that point. Yeah. Like, that's the joy of sure. these games for me. Also, the whole courtroom thing. But something that I thought was interesting is the whole time I was very confused as to why I was presenting to a judge but not a jury because mm -hmm. in this year that we are recording this, um, Japanese courts have juries. And I knew that they had juries and I was confused as to why I was presenting to a judge. Mm -hmm. I was like, this isn't like an appellate court. So, and that's when you would present to a judge. I was like, this is just right. a regular criminal trial. Right. I was very confused. And I was like, okay, well maybe it's to simplify the mechanics of the game, whatever. I'll give them a pass. So I did a little research wow. to see if I was... Showing me up a little bit. <laughs> I was trying to see if I was just completely wrong in thinking that, right, right. that Japanese courts That's kind of what I chalked it up to as well. They do have juries. But when this game was created, they did not. Oh. In 2009, Japan, for the first time in three generations, got jury trials back. Wow. And at the time of this game, it was not. Sure. And there, it was not even an idea, a blip, something that could happen. So the fact that this was originally, and I should mention in the version I was playing, I did have an option to play in Japanese. Obviously, I didn't because I wouldn't have known anything that was happening. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so obviously, it's in a, a Japanese, or like, it's in Japanese originally. It's made for Japanese audiences. It was just localized for America. Right. So with that in mind, everything makes sense. Right. Which I'm assuming then... And this I didn't look more into, but I am assuming that their court systems work a lot, like, very similarly to ours. Um, yeah, I have no idea. The only thing I did notice, and I wish, I if I had had more time, I probably would have looked into this a little bit. But in the game, suddenly a witness would be brought on that one side didn't know about. So right. either a witness for the defense or for right. the uh, prosecution. A surprise witness. A surprise witness. And I was like, okay, well, I'll log allow it. <laughs> logistically, that wouldn't right. really, it does happen sometimes, but right. not enough to where, like, usually, like, part of discovery, the rule right. of discovery is that you see all the evidence, you see all of the witnesses, you see everything. So you can prepare your cross examinations, you can, like, prepare your, um, like, how you're going to use your evidence, all that. So the thought in my the back of my head when I was... Like, there's a point where you get a piece of evidence and your assistant's like, don't show that to the prosecution because then they're going to use it against us or they're going to find a way to spin it. We'll surprise them with right. it. And I was like, but legally, that doesn't really work. And so... But it looks to me like... Japanese courts work pretty similarly to ours. Now. Now. Yeah. But back then. But back then they might not have because it was just a judge. Sure. Um, so I just thought that was something interesting to note that this is historically accurate right. for that time period in Japan. And that that's interesting. That'll be interesting to see for when you play the later games. I know. Is there if... a game that came out after 2009? Yes. Yeah. All the... there's Because there's 3DS games that have come out. Oh, there are. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, in that case, I wonder if they do introduce a jury or if because it's true to the series, they stick with their single judge, right. you know, 
traditional way of uh, running the courts. But right. I just thought that was something really cool. Yeah. And in, I mean, the whole point of this podcast is to talk about like the history involved in the games. Yeah. And this is the first time I think we've come to a game that was like so different than what it's like today. When yeah, it that's, was I, that's accurate really interesting. at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. I, I just... had no idea either. I just thought, I was like, oh, I guess they just have a judge. Right. But no, they now have jury trials. Well, I learned something today. <laughs> well, you're going to learn a little bit oh, more. Oh, no. Oh, are we moving on? We are moving on. This is a segue. Oh, if I had to rate This is Ace a segue. Oh. No. Don't let the, don't let the McRoy's copyright strike us, please. <laughs> um, if I had to rate it, I would yeah. give it a nine out of ten. That's a good score. I would maybe give it a nine point five. I can't say because I didn't That's finish it. That's a really it. good score. I didn't finish it. If it wraps up nicely in a bow at the end, I'll give it a nine point five. Wow, I um, picked a good one, and oh, I this is I'm taking a bow. <laughs> I took a bow. This is, I mean, you kind of I. You did a little like slow pitch there because oh yeah, this was this a was, big old melon <laughs> right was, down the pipe. This was my kind of game yeah. through and through. Um, I can't say I'm doing the same for you. <laughs> yeah, let's so, talk about this. Like, so can, I do you, wanna, can you hand me that game case no, for a second? No, because I'm, I'm I need to use it. Oh. Um. So I will say, and I said this before when I uh, presented Tetris Worlds. I don't always recommend a good game. <laughs> My time with games um, was not as privileged as Josh's. And sometimes you just get what's in the discount bin. Absolutely. And sometimes you get you rent something from Hollywood Video and, and never, never return it. it. <laughs> and guess what? That's what this game is. Sorry, Hollywood Video. Um, what was their video game half? Because they had Holly, it was Hollywood Video, and they had they did. Mine did not have a half; it just had video games. Oh, I thought they had an, their own like section, and it was called some game. Not thing. in mine, but mine yeah. was also in a town of like fourteen hundred people. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, um, so today you saw the title. We're playing Savage Skies. Yeah. Which I have no idea what this game is. I fully expect most of the audience to not know what this game is. And if you know what this game is, please drop me a DM because, like, you, I'll, I'll give you something. This okay. <laughs> this is not the Ozzy Osbourne game, is it? We'll get there. Oh, okay. It is. Oh, okay. I do know about this game. I researched this game a little while ago just because I was amazed that there was an Ozzy Osbourne game. So I do. Okay, I we know will, a little bit about this there. game. We're gonna get there. I did not know you had this game, and I forgot what it was called. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I'm so We're happy. We're gonna now. get there. I'm so happy. Please put a pin in that. Okay. That is our dogs putting a pin in it. Absolutely. Um. So Savage Skies was released. Was released. Was released in March of 2002 in North America okay. for PS2 and um, PC. The genre of this game is described as combat flight simulator. So we're talking, is this like a Star Fox game? No. We're talking, you can, you can go anywhere on this dragon. Just, uh, we'll get there. No. <laughs> um, it was developed by iRock Interactive. Is this E-Y-E Rock or uh, the letter I? The letter I, I okay. Rock Interactive, which cool. I did. I was like, hmm, wonder what else I Rock Interactive they put out. They sound like they're defunct. 
Is that, is that the case? I was like, hmm, what else did iRock Interactive put out? Let me take a look. You want to know? You want me to list their give games me, library? Yeah, give me that library. Savage Skies. Yes. I you love almost a did. You almost did I a cuss. I almost did a cuss. <laughs> okay. I so love if a you go to iRock, um, I think it's just iRock.com. It might be iRock Interactive. No, it's iRock.com. If you go to iRock.com, which is uh-huh. the website. Formerly associated with iRock Interactive. It's for a new Apple device. It is for iRock Entertainment, which is a music company. Awesome. <laughs> and no, you haven't heard of the bands. Dang it. <laughs> it was published by BAM Entertainment in North America. It was published differently in different areas. Okay. So in North America, it was published by BAM. Hey, never heard of them either. You haven't? I don't think so. So BAM is responsible for a lot of licensed games and some uh, other games. Oh, okay. They are now, they either don't exist anymore or there's something else now. Okay. But don't look at my notes. I'm just trying to look at the publisher and see if there are any hints as to what. That's the publisher. What they, I know, but like what they might be now. Oh. um. So they create a lot of licensed games, mainly Cartoon Network based games. Oh, So they okay. had the Cartoon Network license. Yeah, Powerpuff Games, Samurai Jack. I didn't play any of those growing Dexter's up. Dexter's so Lab. Why, that's why I wouldn't know. Um, I did. I played, yeah. I think, one or two Cartoon Network games. Gotcha. So I was pretty, I've okay. seen this logo a sure. few times. Um, but they also released Wolfenstein 3D for the Game Boy Advance. Whoa. That's a weird part. And Kong the Animated Series. Pretty radical. Yeah. So, uh, and Savage Skies is just in there, which looking at the list of games and researching for this episode, I, Savage Skies doesn't fit in there. <laughs> I don't know why it's there. Um, we gotta work with Ozzy, you guys. Can, we'll get there. Oh, I just can't. I can't wait. Okay, um, so, <laughs> in the game, there are three factions of mythical creatures. Technically, they're not all dragons, uh-huh. but they're all dragons. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> you have, so you get on a dragon, like a flight simulator, and you ride around on your little dragon, and you shoot people with Very fireballs. Good. Very good. And there's, so... I'm not seeing the downside to this game So, there's also an arena mode, and thanks to game FAQs, there are cheats. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, I'm gonna, we're gonna take a little divergence from where, were you making sure the PS2 was set up? I was making sure we had two controllers so we could play against each other. I've never played versus, I don't know if there's versus. The arena is like for practice. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've never tried to play Versus on this. We'll find out if there is. Can I see the box? Um, no, wait. Oh, okay. Um, so anyways, we're going to take a divergence from my notes here so I can tell you a little bit about my experience yeah, with yeah, this game. Yeah. So I'm going to show you the back of the game now. <gasps> one to two players. Oh, there is one to yes, two players. we going to play this oh, game. Oh, no. I'd like you to just, I'm showing, sorry, this is terrible for podcasting. Look up the back of the box to Savage Skies and you'll get to yeah, look along with along. us. Here's some in-game pictures, some of their best of the best pictures they For could PS2, provide. For PS2, I mean, that doesn't look terrible. I mean, it doesn't look great. doesn't look terrible. Um, though. This dragon, I don't think is in there. The dragon on the front. Hey, don't worry about so, it. So, false advertising. There's a book. That for used this... to happen a lot, though. Like Yeah. There's a book for this game about the size of a Bible. <laughs> I will defend game manuals to the death. I, I love them. I will too. I love game manuals, but that's a 
thick manual because that was a thick it de- boy. it details every dragon. I love that. <laughs> That's my favorite. I'm, I'm gonna have to spend a night just reading the manual. <laughs> um, I did read that manual a lot as a kid. Um, so this is my experience with this game. Okay, I bought it because dragons. Right. Naturally. Natch. Pop in the game. Yep, pop. I think it might have been 2004, maybe 2005 when I played this game. It was not 2002. I was not getting this hot off the presses. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think 2002 is when we got our PS2. Um, and I was playing uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2. Shameless self-promo for not me, but for Hot Pursuit 2. <laughs> yeah, that's a game that neither of us missed the boat on. Because no. Because I played that as well. No, and I hope nobody missed the boat on it. Anyways. People did. People for sure Well, did. we'll have to make an episode just for them. <laughs> um, an episode of You Miss the Boat. <laughs> um, so, Savage Skies, I, I pop it in my little PS2. Get it going. Hop into the story mode. It's real boring for me. That was, I don't remember how old at that point. Um, Eight or nine. Has yeah, to be, right? definitely young enough to where I did not care about the story of this game. So I go through the, like, story mode, like, fights and stuff. It's really hard and not fun and very boring. So I would literally just go through the obstacle course that they have, which is part of the tutorial, over and over again. And then I would go in the arena and fight in the arena over and over again. And that is my experience with this game. Oh, man. I got to beat this story now. I got to let you know how it ends. But I need to let you know, I played this game for probably at least 30 hours. Just. That's a good chunk. (laughs) Just doing the little obstacle course and the arena i would come home hey there's no shame there's no shame in that but i I do just gotta let i gotta let you know that i gotta finish this i know i'm gonna watch you play i don't know how long this game takes to beat i'm sorry i'll I'll look it up yeah well there might not be stats on it because nobody played this game (laughs) um no don't look it up now just keep talking anyways um so before we get to the reviews i'm gonna read you a quote who are we talking from? One second. One second. Is it Josh an Ozzy Osbourne tweet? Josh Vamp. Queet? I said queet. So. I can't vamp. I've never vamped before. Savage Skies originally was set to be Ozzy's Black Skies. Yes, that's what it was. With an endorsement from Ozzy Osbourne himself. In the original concept, and I'm reading from the Wikipedia page now. In the original concept, each of the game's three playable factions would have been led by a different, quote, Aussie character, end quote. The game was also to feature music from Osborne, including, quote, Crazy Train and, quote, Paranoid. That's rad. As well as a track recorded specifically for IROC. The song was called <laughs> Black Skies. However... In late 2001, the tie-in was dropped for reasons including its high financial cost and, quote, misconceptions about the game that made it difficult to secure a publisher, end Whoops. quote. Its name was subsequently changed to Savage Skies. Additionally, an Xbox version of this game was planned but canceled. Whoops. <laughs> so this is where I tell you something else. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this section of the show. No, I needed to lay you in that way so that you would have something to laugh about because uh-huh. this is no laughing matter. Oh, okay. I'm, seri- I'm serious now. What kind of soundtrack do you think this game has? Orchestral. 
None. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So your face when I said orchestral made me think there was absolutely <laughs> zero music. Orchestral would be wonderful. It's hard rock, like oh, sure. metal. Okay. That, this that is makes like sense. heavy metal music. That is what. If they were trying okay, to get let me, Aussie let me music, let me sample it for you. It goes like as the, the hardest lead up. of hard rock. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I love to blast through my earbuds. <laughs> the lead up to every song, like before it goes hard, like that's how the lead up to every single song on the soundtrack is. It sounds like it sounds like when you met that guy in high school. That's like I'm in a metal band, and he plays his mixtape for you. The, he got put for this game because they were expecting Ozzy, and they didn't get Ozzy. They just had some guy and I don't know, what did they have before Garage Band? I don't know. That. He, <laughs> he made it. He made the songs. So next, I'd like you to take a guess at what kind of reviews this got. Um, I gotta say I gotta guess not great. I remember I remember reading that, that Wikipedia page before, a couple of years ago at this point. Um I it was like I think people were giving it like swimming in sevens, yeah? You're very, very generous. So let me read you uh, from one IGN's David Smith from the 3rd of April, 2002. So I'm just going to read here for you um, some highlights about the sound. And then we'll get into his his final verdict. Sound. Quote from David Smith of IGN. Dear God. (laughs) (laughs) End quote. (laughs) I wish I were listening to some Ozzy while playing this. You may or may not like Ozzy, but you have to agree that his stuff is better than that than the same wet noodle limp two measure riff playing yeah. over and over for a good mixture or good minute and a half before cycling into the next riff, which gets repeated for approximately the same length of time. This routine broken on rare occasions by the odd guitar solo. But I'm not sure if it isn't an insult to the legacy of Michael Schenker to call them or Schenker to know. call them such. End quote. Now the verdict. Again, this is from David Smith of IGN. Quote: The big question to ask about Savage Skies is what might have been. <laughs> Would this have been a better game on the PC and or a better game with Ozzy Osbourne? Chances are the answer is yes on both counts. It would have looked better with a PC graphics engine, and Ozzy could have done wonders for the soundtrack. Would it have crossed the threshold into becoming an actual good game? Harder to say. <laughs> Savage Skies has a very interesting exterior and an almost completely empty core. While there are interesting ideas scattered around here, the experience of putting your hands on the controls and playing the game is so boring that it ne- it's nearly impossible to come up with anything interesting to say on the subject. End quote. You know the saying diamond in the rough? That's not this. You're handing me a whole bunch of rough. <laughs> This game got a 4.0. For my, okay, for my GN. But what what about that Wikipedia article? What did they say about well, it? Well, there's no note on the actual scores it was given in the Wikipedia article. Really? They decided it, they decided it wasn't relevant enough. Oh, so let me just read you from Game FAQs. Here's some critics. I'm going to only read you critics that are like worthy. Sure. Game Informant gave it a 5.5 out of 10. Uh, Swimming in five. GameSpot gave it a 5.4 out of 10. Hold up. 
who gave it that 8.1? <laughs> 8 out of 10 from Game Critics? Game 8. Chronicles. 8. 8.1. Uh, PSX Nation gave it 4 out of 10. Aussie Nation, official, 10 out of 10. Official play. <laughs> Official PlayStation Magazine, three out of five. Can uh, can you scroll up because this looks like it's all oh no boys life. No boys life. Boys life. Boys life. This is rated M for mature. Oh this Boy- is this <laughs> oh this would have been reviewed by Man's Life. <laughs> um, if you click if it says played it rate it on the game FAQs website and it says the average user rating for this game is two point nine six. Woof. Oh, um, I looked it up on how long to beat. It is not there. You are absolutely right. <laughs> I told you. So, in short, this game's real bad. Bad. It's a bad game, but it's a game I played a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going to need you to not miss the vote on this game. And yes, you are playing this right after we finish recording this episode. And yes, you are going to hate me. But I've got good games to play. Yeah, I know you got that sweet, sweet God of War sitting on your PS4 right now. But but, uh, bad news bears, you're about to play Savage Skies. Oh, okay. So, um, any thoughts before you walk to your death? Listen, I'm not optimistic. I'm not optimistic either. If you walk out of this actually enjoying this game. uh, It will have been a miracle. Yeah. Listen. Okay. So normally we, this is a part where we tell you like, hey, go get the game. Play it with us for the week. Please don't. Please don't buy this game. I doubt you could find it. Oh, well, you might be. You should, you could probably find it. People Uh, probably got rid of it. Vamp for the audience, please. Um, hey, you guys ever been uh, playing Savage Skies and, you know, just going through that arena mode and you're just looking for stuff? And how much is that game? $15. $15. Pick this game up. No. Amazon. Two-day shipping. Oh, here's some Amazon reviews. Whoa. Whoa. Savage Skies is a very good game. <laughs> is what it says. Almost, yeah, Savage- These are all members of the Osborne family. <laughs> Whoa. Ozzy Osborne wasn't at all involved with this game, Josh. No, he was. At the beginning. Yeah, at the beginning. And then it was over. Yeah, but nobody forgot. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't read you. Met- on Metacritic, it has. That's a... Shh. That's what? pretty good. 56. 56. Not bad, Savage Skies. I'm I'm turning this boat around. We were, we were Ele- headed for an Electronic iceberg. Electronic Gaming oh. Monthly gave it a 38. Ouch. So, uh... Well... Anyway, look, uh, I, I'm gonna. What's a number? Um, yeah, what what's in a what's in a game review number? A lot. Yeah, there's a lot in it, but we're not gonna pay attention to that this time because, like it or not, I'm gonna have fun. Oh, you're gonna have fun with this game. Yeah. It's just not gonna be good. Okay. <laughs> oh um, man, I'm I'm. So tune I want to look forward to this. Like I'm trying to psych myself up for it. Tune in next week for Josh's glowing review of Savage Skies. Hey, if if I can if I can salvage a swimming in sevens out of this, you're not gonna. Did you like that alliteration though? Yeah, but you're not gonna. Ah, what if I do though? Then what if, what if I'm just like ten out of ten? What if I go get a tattoo after I finish <laughs> this game? This is that game that I always forget what it's called, but I always remember what yeah, the cover looks exactly, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same. Um, so 
yeah, that's Savage Skies. Now, uh, before we close out the podcast, we have a segment that we do every week uh-huh. called uh, Now Boarding, in which... Do you want me to do the song? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got excited for it's the song. It's time for Now Boarding. Our dogs didn't like that. No, they didn't. It's okay, though. Um, so now boarding is a segment where we bring you a current game in which we don't want you to miss the boat on. Yeah. So what's what are you now boarding? Oh, man. There's actually a couple. But you gonna... can pick one. Yeah. Um. Don't miss this game, Octopath Traveler. Didn't we already use the Octopath? Uh, did we? Did think, we talk about Octopath? I think we might have. All right. Um, uh, Overcooked 2 <gasps> just came out. Don't steal from me. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I thought I, those were the two that I had yeah. in my head. Um, Overcooked 2. It's real good. Uh, uh, just came out just before this recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll have been out for a little while by the time you hear this, but... Uh, really good follow-up to Overcooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so fun. The first one was really good. This one has improved on it in a number of ways. And Except I'm for the trophies. Fan. The trophies are great. There's for a platinum. you? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we'll play through this on your profile, oh, too. Oh, to we're going to play through this game twice because yeah. it's very good. But Right now, you can only get trophies rights. for the person who launches the game from their profile. So um, we'll, 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 get it. we'll get two platinums out of this. We will. I have no problem playing through this game twice. So that's mine. What is my game? My game is a game that, as of recording, this is not out. But I'm sure by the time you're hearing this has been out, uh, re- uh, was recently released by the time you hear this recording. Um, Annapurna Interactive is coming out with a game called Donut County. And I have not played this game. I thought it was going to be one that you had played. And I don't need to have played this game. Because it's about a, a lore, thick boy, a little thick boy raccoon who is adorable with one of the best, cutest animation styles I've ever seen, and you just hang out in Donut County and grab trash. And I think there's like actually a game there, but yeah, there's a there's game. a lot to it. So please look up Donut County and download it on your Android, iPhone, Mac, PC, or PS4. That's wow, what a sales that. pitch. We we got to tell Annapurna about this podcast. I, I'm gonna tell we, Annapurna about this podcast. We just did an podcast. ad for them. I love them. They're very nice to me on Twitter. <laughs> They're nice to me too. They yeah. gave me a pop socket. They gave me three pins. Get at us, Annapurna. <laughs> we love you. We do love Annapurna very much. Play Florence if you haven't already. Oh yeah. Sorry, I'm double dipping here, but Florence is a game for the iPad. It's only four dollars. It's published by Annapurna. It's, very it's good. a 30 minute visual novel, and you will not regret it. Yeah. That's very good. Uh, I get, it got me on the verge of tears. Yeah, it's about relationships. It's like the birth and death of a relationship. It's amazing. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> now it's time for our segment. Or do we have? Oh wait, do we have any? Um, do we have any messages? No, in, we do in, not. In any bottles this no week? No messages oh. in any bottles. Um, but if you would like us to read your yeah. message in a bottle, send us a tweet or a DM at Missed Boat on Twitter, or send us an email. We missed the boat biz b i z at gmail.com. Just drop us a message about a game you like or you want us to play, or about Savage Skies if you somehow have a story about 
Savage Skies. Oh man, and give we me will, them sweet beats. And we will read your message in a bottle next week. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for us. We're on a tight 45. Hey, look at that. Anyway, that's going to do it on this episode of We Missed the Boat. As always. No. I'm Josh Cruz. I'm Michelle. Don't drown out there. No.